0: Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for being here on this crazy planet we call Earth. We're online at notjustaphase.net and on Instagram at notjustaphase worldwide. Occasionally, we tweet some nonsense at njap worldwide. Today, we welcome Verse Self onto the podcast. Doing my home state of California proud, Verse Self hails from the high desert area, creating exemplary emo and screamo tunes riddled with heartfelt and poignantly self-reflected lyricism that are greatly complemented by exceptional musicianship. Dancing, crying, and grooving all feel appropriate at a Verse Self show, and we're so glad they took time to sit down with us today.
1: Hi, I'm Kyle from Verse Self, and you're listening to Despair. <music>
0: to the show thanks so much for talking with us uh how are you both doing um thank you for having us i'm doing great yeah thank you appreciate it Doing good. yeah of course um for the listeners could you please state your name and what role you play in the band yeah uh, i'm kyle and i play guitar and sing
2: my name's frankie i play drums and i try to sing
0: i'd say you succeed pretty well no (laughs) personally personally that's just me though And I'm sure a lot of other people actually. (laughs) Um, So, you know, being on a podcast, we always like to ask, are there any other podcasts that either of you like to listen to in your free time? I used to be huge on podcasts.
1: I honestly haven't been listening for a while, Um, but um, I listened to like my brother, my brother and me. Okay. Uh, And then uh, there was like, a few, like, reading podcasts I listen to because I like reading a lot. Um, Very cool. Yeah. I like I... horror fiction.
2: Mm. Yeah. I kind of just, uh I listen to that, like, I think it's called Washed Up Emo.
0: Oh, that's a good one, one yeah.
2: That one's cool. And then um, also the dude from Touche Amore has one.
0: First ever, I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy yeah. Baum has does that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he. I watch uh, that one some, or listen to that one sometimes and then uh, just like some comedy podcasts while I'm at work just to get me through the day
0: oh very cool nice yeah. Um, but yeah Kyle I know what you mean about I like horror stuff too you ever listen to um, I think it's called like old gods of Appalachia
1: no I I like started that one right when I kind of stopped listening to podcasts so much was which was about when I like quit my job yeah, yeah okay. that's that used to be how I got through my work days
0: yeah yeah, that one's pretty great. They actually do... I mean, I don't know much about Appalachia, so I'm not going to really speak on the culture and the lore, but, like, the atmosphere they build is really good. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, so outside of music, what other hobbies or passions occupy your free time? I just run a lot.
1: <laughs> um, and I guess outside of music wouldn't include doing, like, record label shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> running and yoga and reading basically
0: very cool what about you frankie what
2: was the question again i got i like i had a phone call incoming as soon as you said that (laughs) sorry sorry about
0: no worries i hope it wasn't important feel free to hang up on us for something (laughs) if you need to um like outside of music what like passions or hobbies um would you say you have
2: uh i used to be really into skating um but lately, since I've been so busy with uh, just band stuff and also working a full-time job, uh, I, I got really into screen printing lately. I oh, do cool. A, uh his own band merch. And then I, I'll sometimes hook up uh, other bands in the area with some shirts and stuff, too. So I get a real uh, kick out of doing that. It's like free therapy for me. It's kind of get the same feeling as uh, skateboarding, kind of get to get out of my head for a little bit. So, yeah, I enjoy doing that.
0: Nice. Very cool
2: yeah
0: that's rad i mean it's good to have something you gotta have something Mm -hmm. right i mean i guess this this is like my thing and uh i'm sure rob and the others as well and also writing like that's Mm -hmm. a good one um so we like to ask actually how how did you all first get involved in like the punk rock or like underground music scene like was it through someone or was it just something you heard or the internet um for me it was through my older
1: brothers were into it like uh listen to like blink 182 and stuff and they were in bands and then of course like heard a lot of music off of tony hawk games yeah that's uh, the one my older brother's like skate videos heard a bunch of music off of that that's pretty much pretty much it my parents had like an offspring cd oh
0: yeah
2: yeah i just uh growing up uh like some parents and then um my yeah, like kinda what Kyle just said, my my mom was like kinda into the blink and like nineties stuff, and then my dad was into uh kind of like the eighties, seventies, like before punk like Joy Division, Warsaw and all those bands. And oh,
0: shit. That's right. Oh, we lost her there for a sec. That was <laughs> my, uh... a trip to sea, by the way. That was like <laughs> I've never actually <laughs> had that happen where like the phone spins. <laughs> really is that crazy, damn.
2: And then my Uncle John was, like, he he, he was definitely, um, like, into, like, the hardcore hardcore scene, like, some of the, like, straight-edge bands I appreciate today. And actually, he was the one who kind of showed me that uh Screamo existed. This band Honeywell, if you're familiar.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. You know, uh,
2: borrowed the 7-inch, and I put it on, and I was, like, blown away that that was a thing during that time period. I was like astonished because all i've listened to was like youth of today chromat and then all like the discord stuff and then to hear like like those kind of vocals and even like some of the drums and guitar i was like what the heck like that's that's really crazy that even during the late 80s early 90s like that was kind of going on i thought that was a total like like early to like middle y2k thing so that, yeah, that's that's definitely what brought me to this scene and stuff. But I mean, even before the Screamo stuff, I appreciated hardcore shows and then go to hardcore shows and stuff.
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean, thinking about that era of like the early 90s, you had like, or I don't actually know how old Swing Kids is, but I thought they were a little bit earlier in the 90s. Like Swing Kids, Indian Summer, Portraits of Past, that Portraits of Past album is from 1995. Like that could have came out today. What yeah that album could have came out today and kids would be going nuts for it you know yeah
1: i feel like super underrated is that uh the second one the uh i don't know if it's the second one or not but that uh cypress dust witch holy shit so good
0: Mm. was that that was i don't was it that was still in the 90s wasn't it i don't know honestly but uh yeah yeah, they had some really cool releases for a while, and then even when they had, because they had like a reunion show, I think, um, like over a decade ago, before like I think they kind of really like re blew up again through like this mm-hmm. kind of new era of social media and people like really getting obsessed with like bands from that yeah. generation, I guess. Like, even well, then- I
1: s- I saw somewhere on I'm I'm so bad with like knowing when things are from and, sh- and stuff, but I saw. Uh, <laughs> I saw 2010 somewhere on that album Mm. from some source. So I, it might've been from around that reunion. They might've put that album out, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Honestly,
0: I think that, okay. You know what? You're right. I just looked it up. That Cypress dust switch CD or 12 inch came out in 2009. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so cool. It's really rad to see a band like kind of come back and, really do it you know like i mean how, how do you how do y'all feel about these like recent rash of reunions right with like jerome's dream coming back and like city of caterpillar Yeah, that's cool Crazy
1: yeah. to see. yeah i think it's pretty rad it's pretty crazy that it's all at the same time yeah uh, but i feel like uh emo and screamo are just having like a, a moment right now or something yeah no <laughs> i
0: totally agree with that yeah for sure so similarly in that vein then and this you know we usually ask if it's for two I'm, i'm willing to give you three if you feel like three might be a more comfortable range but like what are like two to three records that you would say like define you
1: hmm man defining me as a person that's hard i'll say uh uh, the first hop along record is probably my favorite record. Um, get disowned. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Then I might have to go with the, uh, if I could use like a collection, Yeah, <laughs> I would say, um, is it self-titled the Algernon collection that has like the demo and fun and all that, whatever that's called.
0: I think so. Because
1: then I then I get to cheat and I get to put on that seven inch and that demo. Hey,
0: there's no wrong answer, so that's totally
1: fair. Yeah. Um those two are super good.
3: Uh
0: yeah, I don't know. I think those are two pretty solid answers. And also I think maybe I noticed like a little bit from roughly around the same time because Hopalong was also I think she I think they were from Philadelphia too, right?
1: Yeah, they actually uh they actually share a guitarist too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cause uh, the guitarist of Algernon um, was like the sound engineer or recording engineer, whatever the title is um, for that first hop along. Well, it's not really even the first one, but the that the first like
0: like that era of hop along yeah because before it was like hop along queen francis or something like that i
1: I don't know how to pronounce it but yeah it was a cool name
0: but i don't know how to pronounce it
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh he was the engineer of that album and ended up contributing a lot of guitar parts and stuff to it and then so basically i think they were just like hey maybe you should uh join us on tour to play those crazy parts that you recorded
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's so awesome Mm -hmm. i actually don't know if i knew that that's really rad yeah that's cool what about you frankie you got two to three
2: i think um i think at the top of my list would be uh this band called born against nice Um, they they have like they have like the a comp of like all their 7 inches and stuff. That mm-hmm. one's really good. Um Crow Mags Age of the Coral and then probably like any have heart record I would pretty much say Defines.
0: <laughs> like That's that's totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Band. Was- I don't know, I know band. if any other band in hardcore has been as inspirational as Half Heart has been.
2: Honestly, like the
0: impact, you know.
2: Seriously, like, they, his, his lyrics are so crazy because, like, you hear so many other bands that it's kind of, like, straight to the point of, like, um, especially a straight edge band talking yeah. about. I mean, you hear any other straight edge band like Youth of Today, uh, Uniform Choice, you kind of just hear, like, the obvious stuff of, like, you know, drinking doesn't make you a man, so yada, 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 yada. But, like, I think when Pat writes his lyrics, it's, like, it's from, like, a... Like, it's just a weird-ass, like, standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. you, even if you were in straight-edge, you could interpret them, like, in a whole different way. And it's, it's yeah, it's cool. Even his other project, Fiddlehead, like, it's the same vibe. and It's awesome. It's really cool.
0: That's rad. Tell me if, okay, so if you're a big Half-Heart fan, tell me if this is a crazy theory I have. Or not a theory. <clears throat> this is, like, a comparison that's gotten me in trouble a few times. I think Defeater is steampunk Half-Heart. <clears throat> <laughs> Does that sound too outlandish?
2: Um, No, I mean, I think, like, yeah, like, I could see where you're from. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, like, say that, you know what That's I mean? That's fair.
0: Like, you don't got it on that uh, one. That's all me.
2: But, like, but now that you bring it up, like, I can see, like, what you mean by that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I say steampunk, but I mean World War Two. But I can't think of, like, the way to articulate World War Two into, like, a small, <laughs> like, tightly well-known genre so i just say steampunk yeah
2: no Uh, yeah i agree dude yeah i see that i see that. there's
0: like a perspective thing which is you know something i i really like about um your lyricism too is that like there's this there's this perspective that feels very kind of I can hear the internal monologue happening a lot of the times too, but it because of the way it specifically resonates. It doesn't. It's almost like you know when you look at a blank canvas, but you can kind of see the picture already. I don't know if either of you draw or anything like that. Yeah, but um, it it feels that way. Like, is there like a specific process that you all like to go through when you're writing both lyrics and like the melodies that come with them?
1: Kyle? I don't know if.
3: Oh okay. yeah, yeah, Sorry,
1: the
3: sorry was that too wo- much? Sorry, kinda,
1: no. The internet was like doing some some weird stuff with your voice for a second there. Oh no. So, uh, uh, was the end of your question basically just uh, about the melodies and lyrics, or yeah, like the, the writing process? Okay. Oh no! Cool. Just
0: like the writing process, I, I I'm long winded. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Sometimes. No, it's
1: it's all good. It was just like uh, the internet connection was doing that thing where you started sounding like a like a slow mo robot.
3: Mm. <laughs> um,
1: um, but as far as the lyrics go, it's honestly a lot of times um, just writing down things in my notes as they come to me, like in my notes app on my phone, um, which. A lot of times will be when I'm either like hiking or running, I get a lot of ideas um, that way. Um, And then just kind of going through and seeing what fits with the music. Um, It's very, very, very rarely lyrics first and fitting music to it. And in fact, Mm. I don't think a Versus Self song has ever been like that. Maybe some of my other bands that I've had before um and then as far as uh like writing melodies and stuff goes it's usually noodling around on the guitar until I find something I like and then from there thinking okay well where does this need to go and then finding out how to do that uh for the next part
0: all right very cool oh
3: yeah
0: yeah. You concur? You concur, Frankie? Yeah, I, agree.
2: I, I, I really don't <laughs> write lyrics. Um, I mean, uh, I know we didn't really want to talk about this much, but like, I'm not the original drummer, mm-hmm. so I didn't write many of those parts per se. But um, speaking on the other band I'm in, Years, um, I've written just one song so far, like a song that like I really say that like I wrote and um thought out and stuff was stuck at sea um Mm -hmm. like i I don't know why but i feel like i i always know the premise like some of the stuff that i want to write about a song but i really really struggle and also procrastinate just to like sit down and write the words on a page um because we would write several songs when i kind of would play guitar um yeah that basically had no lyrics just because i Like, I don't know. I just I couldn't sit down and like do it. Like Matt's really good at just like he'll have lyrics for like days, you know, about songs that um we haven't even made yet, you know? Like, oh let me go through and see what I have and just see what it find like, um uh, see what I can find. Um Yeah, and this is the one song I wrote, just I don't know, I think I just really have to like be like in a certain headspace. I think when I wrote that song I was just going through, like, you know, it was through, like, a loss of, like, a friend. Not, like, they passed, but just, you know, them leaving my life, you know. Um, that 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 was very hard, and I feel like that's what the song kind of sometimes circles about.
3: Hmm. But,
2: uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I, I feel like I have a really hard time uh, writing lyrics. But uh, when it comes to drums, it's pretty straightforward to me. I try to, like, be as creative as possible as possible i'll kind of just like
0: mess around with a straightforward beat and then add add on to that that's that's really it okay so it's like something you're kind of like both feeling out all the time it's kind of you have a base that you work off of does that sound kind of right yeah i think
2: so um i i really don't have the time to like or not time but even the means to just practice drums to where like i'm creating like my own types of chops to like send to Kyle and be like, Hey, let's w- work around this. It's more so I would have to hear a guitar part. Got like kind of cue it up in my head and then try my best, but it's just more so jamming together. I think.
0: Yeah. I got you. I mean, that totally makes sense. And then since we're on the subject numbers a bit, um, I, you know, I will always take every opportunity I can to talk about emo and screamo happening in California. So, you know, um, do you want to talk a little bit more about the scene that's happening right now and all these like great bands that are cropping up and like your both of your places in it?
2: Go ahead, Kyle.
3: Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. I guess when Versus Self first started was about, I think, I think we, I think, 2015, and we didn't play a lot of shows at all back then, and a big part of that was it was like, who are we even going to play with that we're going to fit? So like, I don't know, maybe we'll play like a grindcore show at a bar or something.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but now we have kind of the opposite problem where it's like, we want to play with as many bands as we possibly can. And there's a lot of bands who are wanting to play with us. And it's like, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild how the scene has completely just changed and how many bands there are. And I think uh, I honestly think maybe COVID had something to do with it because after everything started opening up more, the scene just in general, like there's always shows going on and there's always so many people at the shows where it used to be like, oh, there's five people at the show tonight. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, But I don't know. It's just really cool to see. Um, And yeah, I just, it's really cool to see and be part of um, such a thriving scene.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's so cool, too, Kyle. Like, I mean, I think, like, you're, a uh, like, the record label you're doing right now, I mean, you're kind of really the only SoCal, like, emo record label at the moment, you know? You have Larry in, uh, like, the East Coast, but out here, mm-hmm. really the only one that has, like, I mean, pretty much, almost all the like screamo hardcore bands so i mean yeah dude you're making your you're making your uh your your mark dude it's cool yeah that's
1: true i try to i try to help out as many bands as i possibly can um with like cheap recording and stuff uh and then yeah i just love i love like i love making tapes like it's kind of like how frankie was saying with the uh screen printing and stuff how it's kind of therapeutic yeah there's there's a lot of uh, processes in making tapes particularly like the j cards folding Mm. creasing um cutting um then packaging the tapes all that is very like therapeutic just uh yeah very repetitive but like zen
0: yeah no i know what you mean that's really rad i mean yeah it's been just so cool to watch both of you flourish like and watch the scene flourish in a lot of ways. And there's so many great bands happening. And, you know, it always seemed like you were at the forefront of like supporting like people in like our genre and like our sphere of all that. And like, that is really cool to see. Um, So shout out self First records, grab a tape if they have any left. I know them suckers sell out fast. The Nommiers ones for sure. (laughs) I mean, and also
2: like, I've been to, I'm, I mean, many shows and even like playing in certain bands with uh like or playing with certain bands. I mean, I think Kyle might be the only person who's like at the front watching everyone's sets. You know what I mean? Like doesn't do that stuff or like chill outside the venue until it's their time to play and then bounce. Like Kyle, if he played first, like they would stay till the very end. If they played last, they're going to be right in front watching that and i thought that was really cool even for my band when uh like me and kyle weren't that close and we would just play shows together it was really cool i mean i think kyle was one of the first persons to like like scream our lyrics back to us and like it was really cool to like see that like like they just they care a lot about this music scene and like even getting closer with them these past few months i just see how hard working they are how dedicated passionate it's really cool to see um and even like when it comes to like numbers, it's like crazy to see like the support we get, and then like even bands who are just coming up right now, like looking at us as like a uh, um, like like I'm like not even a mentor, but just like uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's just you're
0: seeing elders, whether you want it to, which like, is, is it to cr- be or not.
2: None of us are even 21 yet. Like, Matt is literally 17. Um,
1: <laughs> I
0: thought Dante
2: is, like, 23, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, <laughs> <Dude. Don't... laughs>
0: what a geezer.
2: And get off my lawn!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm 23. Like, it's, it's just crazy, though, because, like, like you know, we, we don't even look at ourselves as, like, oh, yeah, we're, like, these pioneers of this SoCal or, like, Inland Empire scene. We're just, like, like we just want to have as much fun as possible, and that's all we're doing, and it's it's, like, it's awesome like sincerely i can't even put into words how appreciative we are that like people come to the shows people buy t-shirts you know like people hit us up like just saying like really kind words you know and that like it's 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 beyond you know it's it's really 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 cool seeing that you know
0: yeah i mean that response is a totally warranted and b i think it speaks to like a little bit about what you were saying earlier kyle about covid and how everything exploded and these these kids needed something and that want need may have always been there but now it became like almost like a lifeline for a lot more people and it really exploded and i can tell you like what i'm sure either of you are the same i love a live set i love watching a live set because you don't just hear the band play you see how people react to that music and the last few times that i've seen live shows y'all have played like in the last year like seeing those kids and like watching them scream and like pile on top of each other like (laughs) that's really something special that's so that's really what it's all about and it really i like i you know not to like keep patting you guys on the back or whatever but um like that's definitely something that was needed and it's something that is really cool to see happen in our local scene again
1: yeah it's it's kind of like a big like uh, display of catharsis of like a whole group of people all at once, all the time, almost every single weekend, if not multiple times a weekend.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Seeing kids get smoked like in the crowd is like super <laughs> concerning. And also, I feel so bad for Kyle sometimes because they're like, oh, like we're not playing on the ground. So maybe my pedal board will be safe. And then it's like the first. Two songs, it's just a rap. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what you do, like, it, it's, I think it's so, even my, like, my drum set, and I don't even get upset when kids pile on it, like, it, it. I know that they're having as much fun as they possibly can, and that's all I get stoked on is, like, I mean, that's crazy that you even want to be this close to us. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's sick, but, um, yeah, it's crazy how fast like it's growing and even like i think like we were what you said like just a little bit ago about like Seisha uh kind of coming back and jerome's dream doing their thing and like city caterpillar and even just recently like in loving memory and stuff i think it's i, know. I think it's like that's even widening like the range and like uh the uh um I don't know what word to use, like not forecast, but like just all these newer bands. You know what I mean? Like, and I would mm-hmm. like, uh, like Spotify kind of being like a, I wouldn't say a social media platform, but I think just how it's laid out, I feel is so, um, it's like for the bands, even though they, I feel like, I mean, they jip, with like revenue and shit, but um, like it helps. Like, I feel like because at the bottom when it goes, these artists, uh, yeah, are. I think that totally helps bands. You know what I mean? Like, I know I I go to the bottom every Mm -hmm. time.
0: Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So I feel like even, you know, like the, like the new bands coming up, I mean, they see sometimes our names under them and like, even on our page, their names will be under it. And I think it's really cool. And I think, yeah, like those bigger bands is kind of just like helping that grow and then helping these little bands like us grow as well. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like,
0: it's, but yeah, it's fucking weird. It's the best kind of feedback loop. I'm sure it feels a little odd, like, watching it all happen in real time, too. Like, when you're there at the shows. and Well, just,
2: like, even these past, like, months, dude. Like, mm-hmm. last summer was so, like, not necessarily chill, because we did play some super chaotic shows in, like, South Central. But, like, right now, where it's at is, like, fucking bananas, dude. Of, like, we can't even play, like, a local, like chill show you know what i mean with like with the address on the flyer it has to be like uh like a the observatory dude like the observatory bananas but like the next weekend at fucking our local skate shop was like a dude like that was pain like out the door around the building before doors were even open and like it it, it was just so hectic and i think like right there like it kind of like changed for me of like because I'm I so, like, oblivious, you know what I mean, to, like, numbers. I try mm-hmm. not even to get to them. And, like, I was like, dang, like, I can't believe we're almost at these many monthly listeners. Just And, like, kind of showing it, like, fuck, like, we can't just be playing, like, fucking backyard shows and small little venues anymore. Because I, I hate, like, turning away kids, dude. That's the worst. Because I know... Yeah. Like, even a lot of the kids are coming from like L.A. and
0: yeah,
2: all that stuff. Because I like I see them, you know what I mean. Because I'll see them at the L.A. shows, and then they'll come to Valen Empire or like the high, even dude, even the High Desert,
0: which mm-hmm. is people crazy. hitting up Apple Valley. They're going to dude.
2: Oh yeah,
1: I won't say yeah. the name of it, but yeah, <laughs> <Mente casa.
0: laughs> I, All right, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty wild, like uh, to see like on the on the catalyst tour poster you just see like mostly cities you're used to seeing and then apple valley and i'm just like what the hell like because of my house like that's on there that's crazy (laughs) um it feels yeah it feels really 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 absurd to me um to see that but yeah like how frankie was saying just uh it sucks to turn kids away like at the the last show that we played um was another like skate park or uh, sorry uh skate shop show and they were having it indoors at first and it got Mm -hmm. capped super early like i think before the show even started and there's just a bunch of kids sitting outside like waiting hoping that people leave so they can get in and luckily we were able to talk the skate shop into like putting it outside so everyone could be there. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just such a bummer to, I mean, cause I'm, I'm 31 years old. I'm not like super young. Uh, like a lot of the people in the scene, but so I've, I've been in bands like since I was 16 and stuff and uh, kind of rightfully so no one really ever cared about any music i was making before because it wasn't very good (laughs) um but but now that people now that people care and people want to see it just really sucks to like see them not be able to come i guess you know or not be able to get inside the door um so yeah no i'm glad they were able to move that outside and let everyone in um and then i don't know like we have an upcoming show that's going to be in someone's garage. And I love playing shows like that, but it's we're at the point right now where it's like almost more of a bummer than anything to be playing that show, because there's always, there's already been a ton of, like, they did a presale on it. And luckily, because hopefully that there will be less people there who can't get in, but I'm sure there's still going to be people showing up who are like trying to get in whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've been getting hit up with a lot of people like, dang, my friends are going to this and I can't go because it's sold out. And I was just waiting to get paid or like, is there like keep an eye out for if anyone's getting rid of tickets, I'll definitely take them. And it's like, damn, I really want to help out every single one of those people get in. And like, I wish, I don't know, it's just such a small space. And it's like, yeah, um, I guess Frankie was saying, Matt was saying something about, um, you know, like when we're here in, at home, we'll probably just have to like play big, <laughs> bigger venues, bigger shows, and then have to go on tour and like other places to fill that, that, uh, that need of having those like smaller, more intimate shows. Yeah. Where there's less people who know about us or whatever. Cause yeah, that would be a huge bummer to not be able to play those small places anymore. Yeah. But it's an even I'll- bigger bummer to just see people
2: outside. Like, I hate stages. Oh, I, yeah. Me too. Fair
0: defeats, enough.
2: It totally defeats the intimacy. And I think it's so funny, like, all these bands – I mean, even all these bands that are coming back right now, you can, like, totally find, like, older live videos of that about, like, them bashing on stages. But, like, now they're kind of playing stages, which is cool. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think right. these people – I mean, as you saw, Stacia, like, they're taxing, like, 45 bucks for a ticket. So like if I paid that and I wasn't able to see their faces, I'd be like okay, like that's fucked. But, um, yeah, I I, I really don't like the feeling of like I don't know if the stages necessarily necessarily supposed to give you the feeling of like you're above somebody as in like like uh, like not even like yeah like better than them like I I mm. like I, I don't I think that's what like stages try to like make um a band feel like but. Like, I I love being on the ground, and I love – just, like, recently, this last show we played on – at at that skate shop, like, it was really cool. Like, it was just a 360 of kids around us.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, That's awesome.
2: Yeah, I thought that was so dope. And I was like, dude, this is, like, what it's about. Like, that intimacy of, like, kids that feel that they're just comfortable enough to go wherever, you know, around us, in front of us, next to us. Like, Mm -hmm. it was dope. And, yeah, it's a bummer. Like – it's so shitty saying that this is a bummer that we're playing these bigger venues in a stage. But like to me personally, I feel like it, it, it is for sure. Like, I don't know. I just, I like being one with, with everybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard when you come up from a DIY ethos, DIY spaces, like those types of shows and environments. And then, you know, you just want to play shows with your friends and like for your friends and also people who happen to like you. And then it does wind up becoming a successful thing where it's like, Oh shit. Like, we had 500 people the last show like but another 100 wanted to get in like how do we how do you navigate that how do you manage that so that's tough you could always pull the mcr move and like do five nights in la just play like a different house like every night just like <laughs> give people a sector or something yeah <laughs> so down that, dude like that's that that's what i'm
2: most stoked about with like this tour is like i know we're gonna be playing with like five people or, mm-hmm. like play, like five people but like I know that those five people there, like, wouldn't want to miss that show, you know, for the life of them. Like, they want to be there, mm-hmm. and I would play in front of five people and five hundred people who are like, kind of there, but kind of not there. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, dude, I, I'm. That's why. That's that's what I'm most looking forward to is just playing these small little cafes, and I'm stoked that Washington's in a basement. That's
0: <laughs> that's really that's sick. That's uh, he, is that the Olympia show?
2: I think so. Yes. Right? It is Olympia, right? Yeah. Or Tacoma?
3: Tacoma. Oh, might be Tacoma. I was like, That's yeah, what Tacoma. It
0: yeah. I I get them mixed up. But yeah. Are they right there? I'm sorry? Are they right next to each other? I think they're like maybe a couple hours apart. So I'm not I've I've only been to Seattle, basically, and some of the surrounding suburbs. My knowledge of Washington isn't really great. Yeah, I'm
2: stoked to go there too. I think like we're also looking forward to like the new cities and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course. It'll be cool. Bringing the, bringing the good stuff to the people and playing with new bands.
1: Oh Yeah. yeah, That's my favorite part, honestly, is like getting to see so many bands and stuff. Um, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like how Frankie was saying, like, I'm always at every show that I go to, I'm like watching every single band. I just love music and like, I love live music And even I don't know, it's like sometimes sometimes there's a band where you're like, maybe not feeling totally, but I feel like every band has at least like something you can latch on to and be like, yeah, like this is like, I don't know. It's just no matter what it's live music, it's happening right in front of you. And it's like the only the only time that I ever see live music that I'm not like at least totally like a little eh, sorry, not totally, but at least a little bit not into is like when you could tell that they're just doing it for the wrong reasons, I guess, like, I don't know, as long as it's, as long as it's someone or a few people like doing what they love and like putting themselves out there and stuff and being genuine. It's like, there's always something there that you can latch onto and enjoy. So.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Segwaying from that, I think uh, maybe it's time to, play the shout out game a little bit so who are some of your favorite local bands
2: we're about to say the same thing so i'm like I,
0: <laughs> I think we're all about to say the same
2: yeah thing. yeah i mean honestly it like
1: cool. yeah uh i mean widow dusk is also from apple valley and they're amazing uh that's one of the first bands that i recorded and i was like completely blown away by them um one because of like how young they all are yeah. and are already that talented um I know I felt the same way the first time I saw Num Ears too I was just like because we had they we had uh listened to, they had like some demo or something and we were like oh yeah this band Num Ears, hit us up uh I think I think Greg had met Frankie at a record store or something um and then yeah, it like- was like it was like uh i checked out the demo and i was like oh yeah this is pretty cool and then like we (laughs) saw them live and we're like that's not what they sounded like on the demo that was (laughs) sick (laughs) like uh um i don't know there's this band rocket that's
2: really tight um desi actually from rocket recorded recorded the number cp and they're awesome check them out for sure yeah um
1: Lagrimas. I know <clears throat> the first time I heard of Lagrimas, which was pretty weird, because I was, uh I was working in Washington, actually. And one of my friends sent me this, like tour that they were on that they were going to be playing in Washington. So it's weird that like, they're from Southern California, but I didn't hear about them until I was like, <laughs> way far away from home. I yeah. saw them in Washington first. Um, I don't know, there's just so many but it's, it's like hard to pick out individuals.
0: No, of course. I mean, you. it's hard to, it's like who gets the love and all that, but everyone gets and deserves the love. It's just nice to see the scene flourishing again overall. And that yeah. there, this is a problem, right? Like who do we, who do we talk about? There's just so many, like that is a good problem mm-hmm. to have, oh, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. So, um, so then kind of taking that, but then spreading it even wider, it, who's a band right now that you feel like, and they don't, they don't have to be local, like, they can be from anywhere. This is a band that you feel like you'd like to kind of give a little bit more love to, like, shout out, that, like, isn't getting enough attention? They really should.
2: Snowball Fight. This band called, yeah, this band Snowball Fight from, uh, uh like, San like, dude, that is it's so frustrating. Like, their drummer and bass player stays in Santa Cruz. But then two of the players uh, stay in San Francisco. So, like, just, like, the Bay. But, like, honestly, everyone from the Bay is really fucking sick. Like, what's yours? um, Like, wife. Basically, anything outhouse is fucking awesome. Pocket full of crumbs. And then uh, our buddy Gavin, any project he touches, like, is absolutely amazing. Um, If you haven't, uh, he made a new little three-song EP called In Case of Capture. It's great
0: um it's a great name for an EP.
2: It's sick, it, dude. Yeah, like he he like he makes the sickest like band names and then just like totally drops them off the
0: face of the earth
2: like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Dude, give him give him give him a challenge, you know. Dude, yeah. he cooked
2: like the f- most sick songs and okay, like if you do check out this record, like listen to it and then realize that that's all one person. Like that's the sick part is it's just him. <laughs> like it's not a full band, and it, it sounds like there's twelve people playing, but it's just one person. It's it's awesome. So yeah, like any band or like any OutHouse affiliated band, sick. And also, I'm gonna I'll, I'll shut up after this and let Kyle talk. <laughs> but we uh, we recently went up to uh, Oakland a few weeks ago. And we played with this band called Brom, Dude.
0: Brom is amazing.
2: Okay, so you know? Oh, I know. Bro.
0: Brahm is slept on. And it's actually criminal. Everyone listening, go listen to Brahm. brom they had that album that came out on Zegama Beach, I think, right? Yeah. Dude, yeah, like, Brahm is... Un- it's actually genuinely criminal that more people are not it, listening to Brahm.
2: It's so bad, because, like, they're on, like, the gnarliest level of, like... Shit, Like, shit's on, like, ears and fucking, like, any big band right now. Like, they are so good live. And what was crazy is we saw them, and they just, they're setting up all their gear. And, like, I mean, it doesn't matter, but, like, they had just the sickest rigs. You know what I mean? Like, just dope guitars, dope cabs, heads. And then, do the first song opens, and then we're just like, what the fuck? And just the rest, the next 30 minutes, we're just like the best and then they're just the nicest guys and just so humble dude that it, it, it was that was that was like one of the times where i was like god damn like what the fuck they was like in <laughs> verse self have been my like two like what the fucks in the past like two years because like they were sick so please go listen to Brom if you have not
1: um and then i'll say i know another band uh we, we went to Desert Hot Springs and we played at some skate park and we played with this band, Just Let Me Go. And it's funny because me and Frankie, I feel like, are like equally hyped on this band, but for like opposite reasons. Because <laughs> like they they do like some of the more like Midwest emo, like math rockish, like uh, tapping all that stuff that i'm like super into and then i think frankie like more latches onto like they have like their more hardcore stuff and like the more hardcore sound but like i know that me and frankie are both like equally hyped on that band um and then i want to shout out massonera which i know that i don't even know how really slept on they are because especially after that last album which is amazing came out like that's all i saw anyone talking about for a few weeks but um
0: it's always worth shouting out messenger again. Oh yeah.
1: And then obviously party hats, like I'm I'm always talking about party hats, but like I'm always gonna be talking about party hats because I don't know.
0: Fatima was why a why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't right? you I, I'm trying really hard to not whenever they post something to not be like, Hey guys, maybe you should come back to California again. Like I'm trying not to beg like actively in their DMs, but I I am begging please come okay. back to California party hats. They'll come back. Yeah, I have a I'm feeling sure they come back. Yeah, there there are like super super tight homies that, dude. That was
2: one of the funnest weekends. Like, I think that weekend was probably my favorite weekend for like local music, and I mean like I know my band did play, but even if they did not, like that was still so fucking fun. Like that show in Pomona.
0: That was the one was... at the Haven, right? Yeah. Were... No, I had to. I couldn't make it. I had to sell my ticket. I was. Heartbroken.
2: Fuck yeah, that one was sick. Like,
0: tell me more about it.
2: All of us standing on stage, dude. There's a video. This
1: is like one of my favorite videos ever in the world. There's this video of um, I'm pretty sure we're playing Worthless, and you just see first Frankie and then Matt like fly <laughs> off the stage, and whoever was like filming it, they're like, like Frankie and Matt just fly like right over their heads, and it's just like the coolest thing I've ever seen.
2: Um yeah, it's yeah. Sick dude.
0: <laughs> That's they, awesome.
2: What's so fun is like <laughs> it's like like playing like crowd bowling, you know what I mean? It's like how many <laughs> take down with you. Like it's it's fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's about getting rowdy and having a good time.
2: Dude, and it's so sick, like because <laughs> um that that, that place behaven is it's like newer, I think maybe the past like two, three years definitely was not around pre COVID um yeah well it was I, it was a lot of juniors yeah that I, place has been so many places i played yeah. there
1: um i played there when it was pizza beer wings um, oh nice in my old man oh fuck. i'm so bad with like, time and dates and stuff no it worries. was it was a few years ago um 92 right
0: <laughs> yeah that's like, cold frankie that's cold as hell
1: <laughs> yeah i was one year old um no but it was i i gonna say maybe like 2018 2019 but it was with my uh with my old band uh mente arma uh and we played crust stock because we were like a like a crust band
0: (laughs) yeah this is how old i am i saw rain there back juniors. yeah yeah
2: did you see like um a few of the people i work with said like og turnstile and title fight have played there
0: yeah Saddle fight, turnstile. I've seen Joyce Manor there, like, Damn. well, not there now, but like back when I was Aladdin juniors. Like, Pomona yeah. was a, Pomona's the spot. People sleep mm-hmm. on Pomona.
2: I didn't know that because I worked for the city of Pomona, so oh, like, cool. like all of like my like middle aged coworkers, yeah, like they all talk about like how sick Aladdin's was, and like even oh. just like the older scene of like shows being held in like apartment complexes like i was like what the fuck that's so cool
0: california was what that's what i'm saying like it's nice to see the scene happen again when i was in the scene it was like that but it was yeah aladdin juniors has some history that's why i was like overjoyed when someone was like oh the haven is what Aladdin." i think kyle maybe you told me that 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 was like oh that that is aladdin juniors and i was like maybe
1: i know that i i knew that so it could have been me but i'm not sure
0: yeah, I think it may. If it wasn't you, then I, I can't. Whoever you were, thank you for blowing me, blowing my mind that day. <laughs> but yeah, so it's the, it is cool to see, like Pomona kind of become that hub again. And yeah, the Haven looks really cool. Like I haven't mm-hmm. been to it since like they it's started fun. doing shows and everything. It looks wish, fun.
2: age I wish there was a bigger, like a little bigger of a stage.
0: Yeah, like wider because I know you. Don't, I know you're not a fan of like the tall stages, but it's the perfect
2: height, I think. Um, just that, like, yeah, like, wider.
0: Just, like, more, like, running distance to jump off it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, maybe then you've already answered this question, but uh, what is, like, what's a favorite, like, memory from a show or, like, a tour that you've either has as a band, either with, uh, Versailles or with, uh, Num or, like, you know, any other project? It's, dude, it's, it's that one, dude. It's (laughs) When, when they play, uh, so...
2: Um so like I'm I'm going to backtrack a little bit because uh Kyle brought up how I met Greg. So I met Greg at my local record store. Um I think I was just browsing and he was checking out and he brought up uh this Julia record to the cashier and the cashier didn't give a fuck cuz it was like some like skinhead dude was like okay cool. But I overheard it and I was like oh dude like there's a Julia record here like where is it at? uh i don't think i ended up buying it but uh we started talking and he's like oh well i'm in this uh band called versus self we're kind of like a up-and-coming uh like screamo and western band and i was like all right on uh wasn't a really a thing yet i think um we had those demos on soundcloud but we kind of were just like messing around no show was really happening so we didn't take it serious but um uh i uh ended up listening to the demo and then the everything seems better now. And the demo, um, opens with worthless. And, um, I remember not understanding a single word of that song, but the end when they, uh, when they say, uh, your passions for profit, it's worthless. And I think that stuck with me because, um, just the scene I came up with. Um, I mean, I'm not bashing anyone, but just, I'm not going to say names, but just, uh, the scene I grew up with, I always looked as as a like mo- like money hungry kind of just because uh, we'd play in a few bands and we'd play in backyards and they wouldn't be the biggest shows, but they would be like decently sized. Where I think like a courteous twenty would be cool, you know, like thanks for coming out, like here's twenty dollars. Um, and we, you know, like we never even saw like that or like any sort of like a appreciativeness. We always. Uh, would get kind words from people, but the people throwing them or hosting them wouldn't really uh help out in any sort of way. But um, that's why that lyric I felt stuck with me just because the situation I was kind of looking at. And then uh, when we first played Reverse Itself, I was really hoping they would play that song, and they did. So I had to uh, <laughs> be that annoying sixteen-year-old and tell Kyle like, "Can you please play that song? Like, please." <laughs> Please, please play it. Probably wanted to like throw their guitar at me, but yeah, uh, I didn't know. I didn't
1: even know how to play that song. I had to relearn it.
2: Did <laughs> yeah, and then they they played, and uh, I think we were the only ones in the crowd who cared. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, before I played in the band, Kyle would always be very generous and just kind of talk about our appreciativeness of that song. So. I think that's why when they played it at the Haven, we were, like, stupid stoked and saw the opportunity to just crowd kill some people. Yeah. And that's why that, like, super long story comes back to that memory because just yeah. all that led up to that moment. I just felt like the energy was there and I felt like we were just all having as much fun as possible. Like Like, taking the music away, I think we were all just having such a great time. You know, I think it was... Those are one of the times where I'm gonna look back and be like, Damn, like I wish I could just go back there. sure that that's that's for me i don't know what kyle's is but that was fine
1: yeah i would say that whole weekend was just felt unreal um just seeing everyone just love every single band every like all weekend um the fact that the first show was at my house and it was like the first show we ever did at my house indoors Mm. which was felt wild was very nerve-wracking but also like i don't know just one of the coolest feelings um and then yeah i don't know i just uh i don't know i'm just like yeah i don't know what else i can say besides like what frankie's already said about that weekend but yeah, i mean definitely a highlight don't
0: yeah don't yeah, it sounds really awesome. You touched on it a little bit throughout the interview, so yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense to me. Um, so uh, winding down a little bit, uh, is there a band that you haven't played with that you were like that you would like love to play with?
1: Um, for me personally, um, I'll bring up. Uh, I don't know if you're supposed to pronounce it this way, but it's the only way to pronounce it is drafts.
0: Drafts. Um, uh, yeah, you no. got to say you got to You got to do the inflection.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have a tattoo um, of them that I actually got uh, as payment for a show for like playing a show. Um, <laughs> and I posted it and I said that like, oh, yeah, I think they would appreciate that I uh, paid for this tattoo by playing with my two piece uh, like math rock inspired band. And they were like, oh, sick, what's your band? Um, I'm not sure if they checked it out or not, but they were like, yeah, if we ever come back through SoCal, we'll definitely have to set up a show. So I'm going to try my best to hold them to that. Um, <laughs> and that's why I bring them up, because it's a possibility.
0: I would love to see that show happen. I that would, would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I would almost like, I don't know, I would almost like just say I'm going to play it just so i get in for free but then not actually play it just because uh (laughs) i don't know it's like for the same reason why um i don't know it's like there was a there was a good while there where where i was at a bunch of nummy shows but i was either going to be playing like right before or right after them and so it was like you can't really you can't really like
0: you didn't get to like just watch numbers like you didn't just get to be
1: i get i get to watch but i don't get to like go out into the crowd and participate how i want to yeah by which i mean like how frankie was saying destroy as many people as possible yeah (laughs) but but then going to the shows that i'm not playing that they're playing and then just getting to like go wild so it's almost like i would almost rather just see giraffes giraffes than actually play with them but yeah
0: i mean seeing them would be awesome yeah alone like if they came to california that would be really sick yeah what about you frankie you got one for me
2: uh a band what's really crazy is
0: like it could be pretty... a singer i what's don't know that? if you want to play with it could be a singer songwriter whoever you know if you want to play with lizzo that's a valid answer
2: oh we're talking about like
0: just like any band like, i mean or... like any band
1: well oh, you... i changed my answer to hop along
2: then Okay,
0: (laughs) that's totally, totally valid, totally fair.
2: I think what's crazy is, like, we've genuinely played with, like, so many bands that we've looked up to already, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Versus Self was, like, kind of like a fanboy thing in the beginning, like, in the very, very beginning, where, like, that's crazy, like, they're so good, but also, like, it wasn't even, like, a groupie thing because they had, like, 200 followers on Instagram, (laughs) Like, they were so yeah. small, so, like, yeah. it was really cool to be stoked on that. But um, that was awesome, and then just becoming great friends with them has, like, also been really cool. And then, uh, like, there's this band, Aspartame, if you're familiar with the East Coast scene. I don't think I know them. Okay, so do you know Cooper Winterson, by any chance, like, in the peak, like, this band Peak?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that is that is that another band he's in?
2: Yeah, so Peak plays uh I mean Cooper plays drums for Aspertame and Peak.
0: Oh, cool! Well, R G uh, uh, Peak.
2: Yeah, um, mm.
0: dudes. Bummed. Um,
2: I'm glad I got to see him. That was cool. That was that was really awesome. They 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 played an amazing set. Blew me away. um But we always wanted to play with Aspertame in the beginning because we really liked their like little EP they put out. It was really cool. And like now that we're actually kind of getting the chance to is pretty insane like that's pretty cool to us um but like like a dream band fuck dude i'd probably have to say honeywell just because there's so much inspiration there like yeah. a band yeah i'd probably just say honeywell but what's is crazy is that this kid hit us up saying um like uh does your band name step from honeywell we said yeah and he's like oh yeah like i know the drummer I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's uh-huh. great. Yeah, so that was cool. But um, yeah, I think Honeywell would be a cool band. Like, if we ever got to, like, go back in the past to play with. And then right now, Aspartame, we're looking forward to that. And Catalyst and just going to New York and stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, That's really stuff. awesome. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah
0: stoked. So that kind of answers my next question for you, then. Because the next question is usually, like, if there's a band of the bands who could reunite who haven't reunited yet like who would they be so honeywell is totally awesome answer so also
2: oh, i have dreams <laughs>
0: oof <laughs> i they think make
2: them for sure
0: they that's a band that they would probably be like we'll play like a small venue and then like everyone in the everyone on maybe across the globe would try to fly out to go see i have dreams
2: i'm like cause I'm, i think i'm about to fly out for in loving memory so i know i would definitely fly out. i
0: am for- strongly considering it as well <laughs>
2: Are you, dude? Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, see you. yeah. I'm, I'm pretty down. Like that's. Sounds... All right, let's
0: bunk up, dude.
2: I'm, dude. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Kyler coming. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm down.
1: Um, <laughs> band that I think hasn't, uh, band that hasn't reunited that needs to, um, or that you'd want to see, like, really yeah, bad. uh, man, I'm, i I want to say like boyfriends 1994 Hell I think yeah. they, they share oh. members or at least one member uh either one of those bands would be sick um uh we were talking about um i always mix up these two bands and i feel like they share members too is a uh, funeral diner um and who's that they have another why can't i think of the name right now
0: uh it's not who calls so loud right yeah 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 okay yeah i believe they share members Mm
1: -hmm. yeah that would be sick
0: that would be sick honestly god i don't want to get crucified for this but who calls so loud kind of kind of a bit better in my book than (laughs) funeral diner just a little bit just a little bit i love them okay um so we kind of like to ask like goofy question like this uh, but if you're a pacifist you like don't have to answer we could always augment it a bit but if there's one person on the planet that you could like punch in the face just as hard as you possibly could who would it be oh man
1: there's so many people I
0: know <laughs> totally fair
1: oh man I'm trying to think if there if it could only be one person I don't know, Frankie. Does anything pop into your mind instantly?
2: Oh, you didn't hear what I said? No. I said I think my guitar player, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. That's my bestie. Um man, one person that I would punch in the face. Hmm.
0: <sighs> yeah, like you get like a really good like Falcon punch on this on this I'm person.
2: Heaven so- DeFranco from Boy Problems and Harrison Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he needs one right to the skull. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> Do You know him?
0: Uh, I know. I I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the he runs the Instagram pages for Boy Problems, and I think yeah. Harrison Bergeron. Yeah, he was such I, a
2: dick. Us too.
0: Oh, uh, really?
2: Yeah. So. But I mean, the band's great. Everyone else is so awesome. But yeah, I'd probably probably give them a nice one on the cheek for sure. I'll just I'll just choose.
1: Literally, it doesn't even matter who. Just like any anyone who does like a one man gore, not gore grind. Sorry, porno grind project. Ugh. Yeah. Any any one of those. What's porno grind?
3: let You don't, uh, don't want to know. <laughs>
0: we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm going. To- <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah you can google it afterwards feel free to it's yeah sick. it's it sucks it's, it's horrible um
1: are you serious it's yeah it's bad but i i um i went to a just because it was like walking distance and free when i was uh working in vegas there was some like one man gore grind night and i was like looking at the names and i was like oh i'm gonna hate this fuck it i'm gonna go I I was drinking at the time still. So I was like, fuck it. It's at a bar. I'll just have a few beers. And I was like, I was like, just, just go once you get like pissed off, just fucking leave. Cause you don't, don't like, you know what you're going to just don't start shit. Like you're going to, cause I've been to shows definitely where I've been like the one person who wasn't there to see what was going on there. And like, almost got my ass fucking beat by a whole crowd who had like a different mentality than i have so basically yeah if i got like one free good punch on one of those bands that i saw that night who were talking about some just horrendous shit it would be that probably yeah
2: that's uh that's totally fair (laughs) that's a good answer um i'd be pissed on that kevin defranco one (laughs)
0: Hopefully okay. he does. Um, I don't know if he. I don't know if he does. I'm not sure if he's a. Uh, he's into us at all, or, you know, not really sure how he spends his time. He he would spend a lot of time on me if he fucking found out I said that for sure. <laughs> um. Okay. So, how? Well, so last year was pretty nuts for music, right? Mm-hmm. So did you? Did either of you have like a? I know we talked about Massinari a little bit. Totally mm-hmm. valid answer. Their was absolutely fantastic. Um, do you have, like, an album of the year from 2022? Like, one that you just... Either that you just kept, kept coming back to or, like, one that you were just like, this is the album. Like, I don't know if you do that kind of thing for yourselves or not.
3: I'm... I
0: already I'm, had some... great. Oh, yeah.
2: Like, yeah. that was, like, an amazing, like, record start to finish. And then I'm not sure if Braun came out last year, but I would put that in my... At least... It's I know it's at least in the twenties, so like, um, yeah, that record's awesome. So I say my those are my two. I'm so bad
1: at like when things came out, so I don't even know. Yeah, uh, no worries. Uh, the numeers came out Ears, like you guys fucked up with your release date because you came <laughs> out like with like right after everyone had already made their lists and stuff. But honestly, like I remember the that's first- punk as fuck
0: though. You
3: know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you're just what like fuck. Fuck? that. Well, that is that is like a nummiers ass move. It's just like <laughs> who the fuck cares if we're on a list or not. Like fuck it, put it put that shit out like
2: December thirty first. I don't give a fuck. Like it's funny, uh, it still made some fucking charts. Like that was bananas. <laughs> but yeah, I
1: remember like when when they first sent me that shit, I was just like listening to it and just like what the fuck, because I had heard. I had heard some of those songs already live and stuff. And like, I don't know, like Wednesday was always a personal favorite of mine. Um, and I th- I think you guys said that that was like a super early one, right? Dude, that's okay.
2: So that is the first song that we like collectively wrote. And it was Matt on drums, um, our original guitar player, Noah on guitar and then there was no bass, and I'm the one who's, like, doing the really, really bad screaming because we weren't, like, a screamo band yet. So we were, like, that, like, that was the crazy thing, too, is, like, we weren't, like, we're pioneers of anything by all means, but we we knew that no one in, at least in the Empire was doing the, what we were doing because we were kind of, like, one of the, also, like, the only hardcore bands in the the Empire. I mean, Mm. Even like maybe like just our city in general, like Rancho Ontario Upland area. Um, so, we kind of collided like super super soft melody making because I, I I don't know what Noah exactly was listening to or inspired by then, but like the break in that song kind of showed like our love to hardcore and then our like love to like I don't even know what other band you would say like. Our buddy Desi says it reminds me of uh, a slint a lot, but I'm not really even a big slint fan.
0: I didn't um, want to say slint because I know everyone gets compared to slint, but I, I mean, some... no,
2: that's rad. I was like, it's cool. I was like, oh, right on. But um, yeah, like Wednesday was a super, super early song for us, even like we weren't even numb years yet when we made that song. So it was really cool to remake that song. And then also to have my girlfriend be on it, too, was really cool. So, yeah, that's the girl you hear is uh my girlfriend, Lily.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. I didn't Great. even
1: know that until the show
2: when she did dude. it live. Oh that's okay. so <laughs> sick. She's super embarrassed. But, like, if you watch that uh, live clip, you can hear how nervous she is, dude, in her voice. Like, it's so fucking funny.
0: Has she has she been up on stage before? I'm sure it's like pretty nerve wracking.
2: That was her first time. I know, like throwing her up there on a on a sold out show like that, I would shit myself. So yeah,
0: that's gnarly. But that's make or break. It makes it yeah. makes for a good moment too, though. You know, mm-hmm.
2: so sick. Like she just hopped on and just didn't look at anyone, and then just jumped off. I thought that was rad. That is yeah. fucking rad. Yeah, she's she's dope and she's super down. But yeah, Wednesday it was a. Uh, that was a really cool song dude okay this is a funny like little side tale too but like that song wasn't even supposed to be on the record that was supposed to be uh we were gonna drop the record only with uh, i think seven songs but there's a little bit of miscommunication and then yeah it ended up being on the record we were gonna do like a uh a single release like around this time mm. yeah but uh, Oh, we, like I we were like blown away that everyone was like super hyped to hear it, and like it's I think it's if not the most listened to of the record, second behind "Wish I Was," but yeah, that was that was
0: cool to as a complete piece of music, it's like really flowed really well. Like I really mm-hmm. like yeah, like you know, like you listen to an album, and you're like I like this song, like I like this song. Like when I listened to it, I was like that start to finish felt more of like an experience than just like like I was listening to the album I wasn't just listening to songs on the album I don't know if that just sounds yeah. like some nonsense but definitely
1: yeah. not for me like I feel that hugely because like when I was dubbing it there was like I was having some troubles like honestly with that uh with that album too like I was my with my machines and stuff at the time so I listened to that thing front to back so many times that it's like it's hard to even pick out what songs are anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> like and it's just an album yeah. yeah yeah that was that was a really fun record and like even some of the songs we were kind of were scrambling and just like whatever like let's just like fuck it like let's just play like the i think it's called this car has no seatbelts yeah that one yeah that
0: song goes <laughs> that sick.
2: that's what's super funny is because if you literally take out the soft part of uh, Dante uh singing it's literally just a hardcore song and like that's kind of like what we like really want to go down you know what I mean like it's yeah. uh just more like hardcore-esque music you know like not uh like I think that song and flag means death is definitely if if, if you like those songs I think you'll be more in touch with the next release because I think we kind of want to stick with the more like Not necessarily DB, like at the ends and stuff, but just like Mm. faster drums, more chaotic drums, because songs like "Wish I Was" are really fun to play, and like here, I think like if like maybe, but like they're a little boring on the drums for me. Like I just kind of want to get more like
0: dynamic with it,
2: creative, yeah. And even Matt agrees too. Like he's always like, I really, really want to break away from like the box I was in for that record and just kind of start fresh. So we're kind of already working on some new stuff right now. And the way it's sounding, it's, it's cool. We're, we're really stoked. Yeah.
0: We're stoked. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So then for, for verse self, is there like any goals that y'all have as far as like what you're trying to achieve as a band this year then like on that side of things? Um, I think so.
2: Kyle
1: yeah yeah definitely there's uh there's there's uh basically there was like uh i don't know how many songs that i have like ready to go once we just like get a little break from shows Mm -hmm. but there's probably like five six um songs that i have like my parts fully ready that we just need to like work on writing and stuff um, to record, to get out something new. Um, But yeah, I really want to, it's funny because I'm torn between that. I'm torn between like, I want new music out and I want to tour as much as possible. Like I want to tour the entire country for sure. Like definitely this year East coast tour has to happen but then I also like really want to go to like the middle of the country as well. Like I want to, we have to go back to Texas. Um, we have to hit Arizona again. Cause that like, after the last show we played there almost feels like a home away from home. Um, we're getting a bunch of requests for like Chicago area. So
0: I, I think know. y'all would do well in Chicago. Yeah.
1: I mean, Everyone calls us a Midwest emo band, which I've jokingly started calling us a far West emo band.
0: I saw that. I think that's on your Instagram or something. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So hopefully we would actually fit in in the Midwest.
0: I think so. I think you'd do well out there. Okay. So wrapping things up, uh, last question. Are there any final like last shout outs that you want to do? Anything you want to plug or like any causes that you feel you'd like to speak to?
1: Um I guess one more shout out is a band that I didn't bring up um from the local scene that I'm like super super hyped on and at least I don't know any other bands that sound anything like it is Belted Sweater and that's another thing uh I'm going to be starting a project with Chris from Belted Sweater too so that's Sorry, more man. new music that I'm trying to get out um Yeah I think that's that would be he actually just released like a, an EP that's all uh covers that's really good. But uh yeah, everything that he has out because he has out the uh yeah, like an album and then that EP now is super good. Check that out. If you're into like kind of dancier stuff, I would call well, you it like to dance, dance punk.
2: Yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> it's sick, like it's really cool. Yeah. If you like I mean, would you would you agree with this, Kyle? This is what I saw. If you like Bauhaus, or
1: no, See, I'm not super it, into Bauhaus, so I don't know.
0: Oh, okay, I mean, In Flat but, Fields, an all time album, so yeah, like
2: that's what I like. I kind of got like a like a, like kind of like a goth wave when I when we well, when
1: I saw, yeah. So so the new EP, the covers are like all like it's three songs, and they're like. I guess you would. I'm not super in that world, but I think they're all like yeah. dark wave. Is okay. the word? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's yeah, more yeah. like the
0: contemporary kind of version of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: yeah. That's that's what I felt like from like when we saw them or when we played with them at the Haven. Like, I felt like he was super like industrial, like dark goth wave. It was sick. It like yeah. told me of, like a lot of the '80s music my dad loved and listened to. So oh, yeah. that that was really cool seeing that, and especially I. I don't know why i appreciate the hell out of like solo artists so much like they like they were sick, they
0: were, yeah. they were sick. knowing yeah. one person can do all that like you know shout out my hair is a rat's nest shout out warren of ohms like just knowing that like a single person can bring it all together like that yes. is, uh it's just really cool especially when they play it live because you know that like recording is like one thing right mm-hmm. but seeing a live one-man band is actually something to behold
2: yeah Well, especially because, like, he plays the hard instrument, like, drums. Like, seriously, like, playing drums and singing has to be one of the fucking hardest things on Planet Earth. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, watching Kyle play guitar and, like, sing is also very mind-fucking. But, um, like, playing the verse itself parts and just attempting to sing is super hard. And then even watching Belt of Sweater, uh, like, crazy like I would rather pick like a different instrument to like uh if I were to be in a solo band to play definitely yeah. not <laughs> but it, it's cool dude cuz like like yeah like you wouldn't expect that you never see that like a a solo drummer playing over like synth tracks or guitar tracks like I think that was so fucking cool like that's it's different it sounded yeah. really good and like yeah that was that was really cool seeing that like I'm stoked oh no. uh, yeah
1: oh in arizona we played with this band freud too and it's like they, they weren't solo it was a three-piece but there was synth that i didn't know where was coming from the whole time i thought like oh they have backing tracks or something and it wasn't freud. until the last song that i noticed yeah the drummers playing drums one-handed while playing a synth i was like what the fuck
2: that's crazy <laughs> yeah Dude, they were like what was like experimental
1: rock kind of shit uh so i was talking to tommy from Commiserate. And he was saying that they write a new song every day. Um, So I think they kind of like bend genre a lot. Uh, I know that Tommy said they wrote a math rock song specifically to play with versus self.
0: (laughs) They just sound incredibly talented then.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those guys absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Really cool. They fucking ripped.
2: That was a fun show too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both so much for coming on to the podcast today. I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed your time. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Uh, We hope eventually to have you back on in the future, hopefully with some more of our self stuff or number stuff. And um, yeah, just thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for
1: having us. It
0: was fun.